Live from the summit in San Antonio, Texas, the Core presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Ben Wilson and Mike Wood. Today's topic, marketing your way to more leads. All right, guys, can everybody hear me? Can everybody hear me? Let's go ahead. Let's go all ahead. Right, let's, all right, let's all right. Settle down, everybody. Go ahead and sit down. Let's go ahead and pull it in. Pull it in. So just so that way I make sure that I'm in the right place, by a raise of hands, how many of you all would love to work less but make more? Ooh, I would. Okay, cool. So we're in the right place. My name is Ben Wilson. This is one of my great friends, Mike Wood. And we're going to spend some time with you guys today. And I'm looking around the room and all the faces that I know, all the people that are in here. Mike and I were just talking about. It's amazing the wealth of knowledge we actually have in this room. So we're going to make this class today more collaborative, more Q&A, but also more feedback from you guys so that way everyone can win from all the knowledge in this room. We have a structure. We have a breakdown. We have a beautiful outline for you guys. But as we were looking around the room, it's actually amazing the information I think that we can pull from you all today to really give some great value, not to just us, but to each other all the way through this room and to the people that are going to listen to this in the future. How many of you all have listened to one of the CDs or podcasts or way back in the day they used to have tape cassettes, right? How many, you know, how many have done that, right? All of us along the way. There's so much value in this room and I just think that that's beautiful. So Mike and I are basically going to facilitate today and we're going to orchestrate something beautiful. The name of this class today is Marketing Your Way to more leads. But I think I want to rename it, as long as Mike's okay with this. I'm, I vote yes. You vote yes? Okay. Mar- marketing for better leads. Ooh. How about that? Because one thing I do not want to talk about today, just so you know, and once again, I probably should have discussed this with my partner, but I really do not want to talk, with his permission, about ads. Ooh. I don't want to talk about that today. Because Why? We have to work so much harder to get that newly acquired business when we have the golden goose right there in our hands. So today, if we can walk out of here, and this is how I always looked at every class I've ever attended, if I can walk away with one golden nugget, then that's a win, right? Because you'll have four classes. If you walk away from this entire summit with four beautiful nuggets, tactics, something great that you can take back to your team, did we win? Was this a great event? Absolutely. How many of you already have that? Okay, cool. So we can leave. <laughs> we don't even need to do this class, right? But we're going to anyway. We're here, so we might as well play. We're in the fourth quarter. We are just beginning the fourth quarter of this event. That's how I look at this last breakout session. This is the fourth quarter. And in the fourth quarter, as a coach, it's my responsibility, it's going to be Mike's responsibility to not just get you through the finish line but to finish strong, right? We heard Rick talk about wanting to beat teams and blow them out, right? When I coached ball, I would tell my players, I didn't care who was on the court, whether it was my first guy or my last guy, I expected them to give everything that they had, right? And it was the other team's responsibility to stop us from blowing them out. But I expected them to blow out every team that they played. That's what this room has to be. You all represent the lion's share of a real estate market 
for the core. And so when we go back in here, when we finish up this class, when we go through general session, I want us to finish strong. So we can we commit to that? Can we do that? Sweet. So today I get a chance to coach with one of my great friends. Him and I have been on a call together now for a year, which is amazing. We've been being coached together for almost 10 years together. I've got to spend a ton of time. Something that's super important for me in my life is joy, right? We all search, we all seek out joy in our life. But with joy, for me, is having fun, laughing a lot. And so in my life, I get the fortunate opportunity to talk to this guy so much, to spend so much time. I got a chance to fly out and spend some time with him in his place, where he works, where he lives with his people. And this guy is one of the most fun individuals. He makes me laugh more than anybody I know, but he does it all while making a crap load of money. That's fun, right? (laughs) But if you can laugh and enjoy it through the way, you get to do that. I get to do that today with Mike. And so today, Mike's going to share a couple of things with you. But above and beyond that, he wants and he wants you all to pull some great information so we can make this class and walk away with that one beautiful golden nugget. And I think he's probably going to do it in a little little something you want to share with him. I'm going to share real quick. And and can you guys give it up for Ben? I mean, I mean, a coach's coach. This guy just brings it. Your focus, your level of focus and intent is is like because we have casual conversations about, hey, how do you want the class? What do you want to get? And and literally, the both of us sat here and went, damn, we got some rock stars in this room. Like like this is not a hey, welcome to the core. What we can help you do. This is like, I mean, Foreman's in here, right? So this Foreman. is a big class. For him to come back and say, I want to I want to go to a class where I can take things and take them back to my real estate partners, because that's what you're doing. Yeah. For you to be in here is a testament. I'm going to say it's for Ben, because I realize I am simply comic relief. Correct. (laughs) And so everybody knows I tore my pants yesterday. I had a big hole in them when I was when I was coaching. Yeah. Some of you were in that class. And I ripped the back because I gave Manesh a big bear hug and I just split. So evidently, it's not from working out. I have gained a couple pounds. So, <laughs> so this is leadership promises for every day. And Rick gave this to the coaches. And it's, it's, it's something on every day. We have been, I mean, the coaches have been reading it. I mean, it's, he does not give us optional assignments And if he gives you a book, you read it. So what I'm going to do is I'd like to read today's message. And I think it's very appropriate. It is entitled, It Takes a Mentor. Joshua was an impressive leader. One of the major factors in Joshua's increase in influence was the impact of Moses on his life. Wherever Moses went, Joshua went with him, whether it was up Mount Sinai or to meet with God at the tabernacle. After the Hebrews refused to enter the promised land, the mentoring relationship between the two men continued. In fact, the process continued for 40 years and culminated with Moses imparting his authority to the younger man. After that, I'm sorry, after that, Moses died. No one questioned Joshua's leadership. Pastor Torres Tozer said, God is looking for people through whom he can do the impossible. What a pity that we plan only the things we can do ourselves. Moses' investment in Joshua released God's power in him. I say this because, and it's powerful because, 
Rick's job is to, is to influence all of you. That's his purpose. And he knows he can't have a relationship with everyone. So much like the disciples, he has coaches. Our job is to be of influence to all of you so that you can be of influence to your sphere and where you live. So with that in mind, Ben would like to take over and teach. So. <laughs> and an absolute, absolute rock star real estate agent, <laughs> business person, has a team. And I've been, I've, I've done a site visit. He's got a beautiful home. He's got at, at two great kids, a wife that loves him. That's a lot, just so you guys know. It is. I mean. It is. <laughs> She's done a great job. Beautiful home. Great business. Um, I admire who he is as a person. And I enjoy. We really do have a relationship. We are friends. We text. Uh, I send him TikToks. If I send you TikToks, we're in relationship. But, but I'll raise it. another question. I like questions, right? Another question. How many of you either drive a Tesla or would like to drive a Tesla? By raise of hands. Cool. He's telling you thanks. Yes, thank you very right much. Now. Because you've made his life beautiful because of that. And if so, you'd like to order the new Model S, the Plaid Plus, 0 to 60 and 1.9, it'll be out in September. So we talk about being influenced, right? I think it's super important that you're always a positive influence, not a negative influence. So I want to influence you all for just a brief moment and share my three favorite F words with you. Is that, is that okay? Cool. So my first favorite F word is something that he touched on is focus. Today in our class, I need you all to be focused, all right? Because there's going to be a lot of information that's going to transfer from us to you and then from you all to us and then from you all to everyone else, okay? So you need to be extremely focused so we can take away the most optimal amount of information that we possibly can. The second F word is fearless. If you have a question, don't hesitate. Ask it, okay? Simply raise your hand. We want this to be interactive. We want this to be a collaborative effort together. And then the third F word is freedom. Freedom, I believe, comes in structure. So one of the takeaways, one of the tactics is a new structure that you want to take back to your business when it comes to marketing. Because I believe that freedom only comes through structure in your life. So if we can be committed to those three things today, and how about I give you a bonus F word? Right. I'll touch on it again. It's called fun. When you have fun, we can walk out of here with something special all the way through. So we're going to break this down into four parts for you today. The first part is why we are here, why we are going to talk about marketing. Why is it important? The second part we're going to talk about is the how. Right. We got to also talk about who we market to. And then we're going to talk about when you market to these people. Now, keep in mind, I told you all, I'm, I want to be crystal clear here. We're not going to talk about ads. So the first thing when we talk about what's important to us, and we're going to sit here and talk about it around our table, because I'm going to do a little question, a little pop quiz for you guys. And I want you to take a few minutes and collaboratively talk around your table, around your top five priorities in your business right now. Who are your top five priorities right now in your business at your company. So sit around your tables, write down, and I want every table to give me what they consider they believe to be their top five most important or priorities 
in their business. Who are they in their company? All right, let's pull it back in. We'll start in the back with Scotty's table, very back. Mr. Ryan, what's one of your top priorities? One of your top five priorities at your company right now? Who, I should say? Your team. Team. So your team is one of your top priorities back at your company. Right here, Mr. Nelson. Did you say past clients? Past clients is a top priority. All right. Justin, how about your table? VIPs is a top priority. Okay. How about over here with Spencer? Yourself. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that yourself should be a top priority? Right. If you can't get your crap together, how do you expect everyone around you to have their crap together? Right. <laughs> ben, did, did you notice the... Oh, it went across the room when he said it. It was yeah. like, I could actually be a priority? Yeah. Woo. What? Donna, how about for you? Family. At your company so your family works with you. Yeah, I love that. Top priority. How about over here, Barrett? Yourselves. Yourselves. What's another priority? We already heard that one. Right here, Barrett. These are the ones we've done so far. My handwriting is atrocious. I admit it. Current clients. Current clients is a top priority. Right over here, Mr. Cleave. What was that? Pending clients. So current clients, we have that one. Vendors. Business partners. We like that. Top client. Back there, K. Community. Okay. So we have a few more than five. How about I give you all what I consider my top five priorities to be when it comes to the individuals that I work with on a daily basis in order. okay? in order. Number one priority is me, not because I want to be selfish, because I actually want to be selfless and I want to be the best for everyone that I engage in my life. So I have to invest time and I have to prioritize myself both in my mind, in my body and in my heart. Because if I get those three things right, guess what? I'm going to be able to help people at another level, and it's going to help all the other priorities in my life hopefully get more and have more influence from me. Yes, Mike. So Ben coaches me, and he brought this to me last semester, right? I mean, this is something. You talk about focus. This is his focus. And when he said that, I did the same thing that the room did. I went, huh? I can be a priority. Because I had had the list upside down, right? I'll chase a sign call before I'll go to the gym. Now, if you are the priority, which I love, what tactics do you implement in a week that reflect that? Now you want to do tactics. (laughs) Oh, he's good. We don't like Mike because he's too sarcastic. So I will share with you, and this is a beautiful question because we do talk about this stuff a lot, right? 
What is one tactic I personally use to invest into myself? I spend between an hour and a half and two hours every morning with just me thinking about all the non-negotiables I have in my life and where I feel like I could struggle. And then I focus on the one that I think I could struggle on. Right. And I think about how I'm going to overcome it that day. Right. So that's a whole nother conversation when we get into non-negotiables. But having simple, quiet time every morning, start with 15 minutes just with yourself. Right. Whatever you need to do, you can meditate, you can pray, whatever your whatever your vice, whatever your exercise that you go through to get your mind right before you step in the office. How many of us just get out of the car? We listen to whatever music we just get off the call and we walk inside and we're just a complete mess. And we say, hey, let's have a meeting. That doesn't work, guys. We have to get our minds right. We have to come in with clarity because guess what? Most of the things around us and most of what we give to the people around us is caught from our actions, not from what we actually tell them. Right. So how I walk in every morning, the type of energy that I bring into the office matters. Right. So number one priority, me. Number two priorities. Anybody who's either your partner or in leadership at your company. Second priority. Right. We go, holy cow, they're the best on my team, so I don't need to put much effort and energy into them. Right. Well, JJ showed us the other day. Right. He showed us the Pareto principle. And in the Pareto principle, it says what? What does it say, Scott? The Pareto principle. Okay. That we are supposed to put 80% of our effort into the top 20% of the people in our life. Because those top 20% of the people in our life give us well over, well over 80% of the results that are positive in our life. Right? But what do we do? The squeaky wheel gets all the oil. Right? And so we invest. So the second is your partners or your leadership or your management. The third... Level of importance is your staff. Someone said team. It's your staff. You have to invest into these people. Why? Because they're the ones that make you the best. Jay said in his class, I loved your class. And Jay says, man, if you take the hierarchy of the team from the intern to yourself as you're running the team, you've got to flip that upside down. And you've got to make sure that you're supporting everyone on the team. That you're giving and feeding into them at the highest level. So you got to take care of your staff. And then next is our VIPs. Right? And then we invest into our past clients. And then we invest into our business partners. That gives you a clear format of where to focus when we get sideways. When we get distracted. And so as we talk about our priorities, right, of the who that we market to, we have to understand who they are in list of order first and foremost before we head forward. Right. Super important. Anything you would like to share with that? Would you mind? And, and I love this. This, this. this over the last six months has transformed my business. I work less hours. I have more fun. I'm a lot more fun now than I was when you first got That's me. That's hard right? to believe. No, seriously. That's hard to believe. Um, and I have better relationships. In fact, I watched Jay's class right before, and I heard exactly that. And at the break, I reached out to my RP1 who set up my book, the mm-hmm. book you saw. And yep. it lays out from the time I leave my house 
till the time I come back to my home, where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, took care of me. Even put little packets of Skittles, which is my favorite candy, in there. So I don't have to think. Now, Ben's RP1 basically trained my RP1. So I, I didn't reinvent it. I said, you get to know her. She'll tell you what to do. She's already mastered it. Mine is pretty good now. She's pretty good. But what I forget to do, and Jay reminded me, was I forget to tell her. So at the break between these two classes, I sent her a text after I sent my wife a text. I told my wife that every day I love her more. That I could not have picked a better spouse. I love her su- support and I can't wait to see her later today. And then I told my RP1 how much I appreciate her taking great care of me and how great of a job she's doing. Both of them love the text. And it's something that I would not have sent a year or two ago, three years, definitely nine years ago. I simply would have taken them for granted. I would have appreciated them. But I never would have shared it with them. And there is a monumental difference in a little adjustment over here. It's like the arrow, right? All you got to do is move your elbow a little bit. And the, and the arrow has a 10-foot span. So if you make little tweaks and changes to this and how you treat these, you free up your time. You have, you have more freedom in life. You make more money. And you have better relationships, which overall makes life just so much greater. Would it be okay if we did a quick little table work of, of, of everybody give one suggestion of things that you could do that you don't do that would reflect your appreciation or increase the depth of these relationships? And it could be any of them. Maybe you don't call your VIPs on Monday, which is what real estate agents are supposed to do, Scott. Maybe you don't tell this significant other how much you appreciate them. I'll give you guys a couple minutes, just one from each, and then we'll hit a couple tables with. Just so we're clear, right? One thing on any of those top priorities that you should or think you should be doing that you're currently not doing. Okay? Is that correct? That's perfect, dude. Okay. All I want is a couple nuggets. You guys are going to give me ideas that I can implement. That's what you're doing right now. Anybody want to volunteer? Yeah, you see, you talk, I look. Anybody, raise your hand. Zach. Um, what we learned from Jay last class of just combat pay, if it was a hard week. Mm. Yeah, I love it. A little bit extra money for a little bit extra work, right? They appreciate that. Who would you give that to? In the list of priorities. Oh, to your staff. Yeah. I love it. Why would you give combat pay to your staff and not necessarily to a business partner? No, no, that's okay. But why would you give it to your staff over a business partner? They're going to appreciate it more. Every time. Your staff are going to appreciate it more. For sure. your, Your choice at first was right. I love the staff. Take care of your staff. And just like what he's talking about, they'll take care of you. Over here with your table. Don't you all look at each other. One of you say something. 
<laughs> I was going to say we uh, all talked about the same thing: giving letters to our uh, to our staff. Oh, I love that! I love it. So a handwritten a handwritten note, a thank you. Yeah. That's and, and that's one that can go across the whole thing, right? Yeah. My wife loves that. You send some really nice letters. How many of you all send notes to any of those five priorities on a monthly basis? How many should we do? How many of us should? Every one of you all. My assistant actually taught me this method. And at the beginning of every month, she gives everyone on the team and she gives me a thank you card. And she makes sure that I have them written by the 15th of the month to let them know how much I appreciate what they did from the month prior. Right. But having come from me personally, and it's so cool when I walk up into someone's office and I walk down the hallway and I look up on their board and they've got it plugged up on their board. Yeah. Wow. That's impactful, dude. Wow. That is. How about uh, back here? Tony? I know you're not shy. Yeah, so how, how would you do that? How would you tactically do that? Would you do it with a call? Do you do it through an email? How would you do it? Face to face. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Scott. Yeah, yeah, it's no, unbelievable. That's, it's unbelievable. <clears throat> hey, Scott, do you have all about you forms on all of your people? Okay, so they go into the CRM, their birthdays get loaded in there, and then an RP1, in our case, it would be an RP1, prints out. For me, at the beginning of the month, the last day of, of the month coming up, I get a list and it says, here are the people in the database. These are the birthdays. Who do you want a card to? Who do you want a reminder to call? Right? Because my VIPs get a gift, mm-hmm. they get a card, and they get a call. And now, I implemented this from a class yesterday. They're going to get a, was it you, Diana? They're going to get a, a FaceTime. And it's, it, it's no, no longer going to, I can appreciate taking a happy birthday video and sending it out when your database is huge. And I can appreciate doing a quick little video that says, hey, Jill, it's Mike. Happy birthday. Today's your day. I hope you crush it. Boom. And I send it. But it's a totally different thing when I when it, when you look at your phone and it says FaceTime Mike Wood and you're like, oh, where am I? <laughs> Turn this way. Yeah, exactly. It's only from the chin up. Sorry, I can't talk right now. Um, and Ben's a master at this. Ben does it. It. it he doesn't do the FaceTime, but what he does do is he does a very personal video on his phone. He has a Tesla. So when he first found out about me and Tesla, he goes, hey, big boy, check it out. And it was a beautiful Model S. And I was a little bit jealous there for a while. But then I thought, well, there's another purchase. So we're doing good. So tacti- <laughs> tactically, tactically, you should be taking your calendar Somebody should provide it to you and say, hey, these are the people we need to acknowledge, take care of. 
The other thing is the thank you cards. You guys should be doing 20 cards a week. I mean, easy at this level, and it should be business partners. It should be any referrals. It should be birthdays. It should be thank yous. It should simply be, hey, man, I was thinking about you. I hope all is well. Boom. Facebook is a great place to find out what people are doing. Like, you could send me a card, and I do get these cards. Great job with the Parm. That's it. So if you follow me on social media, you know what that means. But it, you have to engage at a higher level, and these are tactics that if you implement them, right, if you implement them, will change the trajectory of that arrow. Sorry. If all things were given fair, and we assume none of us did any of these things right now, and we started from today, and we fast forward eight years ago, or eight years in the future, where would you like to be, right? A lot of us would say, ooh, from this group of people, I'd get 30, 40, 50 million a year in business. That's where I like. So I started this process eight years ago. Facts, okay? And I went all in five years ago. All in. And I said, these are the only people. I don't want to ever deal with another ad lead for the rest of my life. And I went all in on this. Three weeks ago, I had 45 of these individuals, these priorities in my life, right? Myself, my leadership, my staff, my business partners, my top VIPs. And I had 45 on my patio and I calculated what they had given me in my company and my family and my friends and all the important people in my life and business in 2020. And would you all believe when I calculated it blew my mind. It was a hundred and one million dollars of business. And guys, I'm not exaggerating. I had Sarah Beth, my assistant, who always corrects me when I'm wrong, right? I had her check it and she says, I actually originally said a hundred and she says, no, it was a hundred and one million two hundred eighty-three thousand dollars. Woo! Kind of impressive. So all things considering, if you all started today and I told you you could add an extra hundred million dollars of business in the next eight years, all things equal, how many of you all wouldn't do that? Nobody. Right. So it's silly. This stuff works. But the problem is, is we chase all the crap. We spend tons of time on the crap. Right. When we have the beautiful gift right in front of our face. You know, how many of us have made the mistakes with working so hard and then all of a sudden you forget about your spouse. Right. Or working so hard. Me, for sure. Mm -hmm. Working so hard and you forget about your children for a second, right? Working so hard and then all of a sudden one of your business partners or one of your leaders is like, hey, bro, I hadn't talked to you in like two weeks. Right? I just need time with you. We do culture surveys. How many of y'all do culture surveys, right? We do culture surveys. They give you all the information that you need to know. Here's the biggest thing I get hit on every time. Ben, I want to spend more time with you. I want to spend more time with you. And guess what happens, Ryan, when we get to spend time with each other? Impact, influence, inspiration. And then when you do that, Donna, here's what happens. They want to return the favor to you. And it becomes beautiful. And then all of a sudden, the we need your help form, Tony, doesn't even have to exist. Because they're going, I'm going to give you more help than you can handle. You've got to go hire some more people. Because we've got that much business coming in. We want that, right? And you're like, crap, how did I get here? I just wanted an assistant. But that's what happens. What's another great tactic that you're going to add in the back table there, Steve, in your table? Um, just working more with the partners. Yeah. 
So what's one thing that your, your partner or one of your leaders or one of your top people in your company, what's one thing that they need from you that you're not giving to them right now? Huh? Time. Time. Yeah. So just simply not even working with them, but just spending more time with them. Right? That's a great one. Justin, it's your table. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You know, and, and if, if, if you don't mind, <clears throat> what I have found is the better the relationship I have with my spouse, the better, the better I come off to others. If I'm happy at home, then I'm happy, right? But, but if she and I are not in alignment, I'm just off, man. You ever have like a rib out or, you know, knees a little, uh, that's what it is. I am not my best me. When my, my main relationship is out of whack. So Rick told me a couple of years ago, he said, listen, every day, every day, he goes to Britt and says, how am I doing as a husband? How are we doing as a couple? That's it. How am I? Is, is there something I need to change? Are we good? Ben taught me. That you, it's okay for you to tell these people, I would like us to have a better relationship. I would like us to spend more time together. And there are a lot of you in this room that I truly enjoy spending time with. And I will tell you, I have never told any of you that I enjoy spending time with you, that I would like to spend more time and I would like us to have a deeper relationship. Raise your hand if I have ever said that to you. Okay, Jay. That's the, and but see the the problem is was he I drinking? Do, I, Maybe, probably. It was it was text. It was a text late at night. Um, that was a joke. Edit that out, please. Um, the reason I don't is I don't like to be vulnerable. I protect myself. Out of fear, out of fear of being rejected, out of fear of being hurt, and it's all in my mind, and I'm totally aware of it. So I, over the last couple months, have have been more purposeful. And what I'm telling you is it's okay. In fact, you will enjoy it, because if you tell people you enjoy being in relationship with them, they will reciprocate it, and they will appreciate it, and... Although I always thought this was me being greedy, they will help you in your business. Because if you were my friend and you said you enjoy time with me and you enjoy our relationship and you owned a pizza shop, I will come to the pizza shop. I will bring you customers and I will I will share in in your growth. Right. And I won't say I know you're busy. But because that is the dagger in my heart, I don't like to hear that. And if we're in a relationship, you want to help me, right? Yeah. Okay, so I we're apologize. Talking, we're, and we're talking about better leading. I started off the class. I said, how many of you all would love to work less and make more, right? This is marketing 101, but at an executive level. And that's just marketing to the people that you want to spend the majority of your life with, right? That's what this is. This is not marketing to a bunch of people that you never, ever want to be in relationship with, at least based upon your initial contact, right? 
This is taking the people that we have. This is a this is a high level class that we're talking about. And so I have a saying that I've had with my wife for a long time. And here's the saying. Less is more. All right. Let's get to the point. I need you to land the plane. Right. I need you to land the plane. Less is more. All right. Write that down. And it's that same mentality that we have to have in our business. I want to work with less people, but get more productivity. Right. My retirement plan is going to be working with the top 10 people in my life and getting 10 deals a year from each one of them on accident. That's my retirement plan. That's 100 transactions. No telling what by the time we get to that point, what it's going to be worth, but it's going to be <laughs> median price in Nashville is 2.7 million by that time. Yeah, whatever, you know, but that's the focus. And if we don't try to head in that direction, right, and if we don't, don't start talking about it and understanding the priorities of that, and that's why I said I want to work on marketing for better leads instead of just more leads. Yeah. Because I think all of us right now, everybody wants to buy, everybody's moving, and we can't find enough houses. Everybody that I talk to has an inventory problem. So it would be, it would be terrible for me to come in here and go, how many has more leads than they can handle? We all got more leads than we can handle because we can't find products. So let's work with better leads, right? So that way we can actually enjoy our life. I have a saying, what wealth means to me. Here's what wealth means to me. All right, I'm going to give you what wealth. If I've ever coached you, you've heard this many of times. Here's what wealth means to me. Number one, I've got to get financially secure. That's why I look at all of my team's budgets all the time because I want them to find wealth in their life. Because I know when I get financially secure, then I have the second piece of the formula and that is balance of life, or at least I have a chance to have balance of life. Well, someone says, oh, my gosh, you don't have to have money or financial security to have balance of life. Well, it's not fun to go on vacation and come back to a big old fat credit card bill. I promise you, that's not balance. It's not good balance when you and your spouse are struggling and you can't pay the $275 an hour to go get counseling. That's not balance, Right. You don't have the money and then you end up not going to counseling and you end up not getting the help or the conversation that you need. So that way you can have a sustainable and committed marriage. Right. That's not balance. So finding balance is the second piece. And then the third piece is the one that I love the most. You give it all away. You give your time. You give your intelligence. You give your experience. You give everything in your life away. And when you get to that, to me. That is wealth, if we can do that, right? So as we attack this, the only way I can go and feel like I have balance is to work with people that I love working with. Not taking time out to go and spend with a bunch of people that could care less about me, that don't want a relationship with me. And once again, this is a high-level class, so I want to be crystal clear that we leave here understanding we've got to put more investment into the people that are already with us, right? So, Mike, share with us a couple of things that we can continue to talk about that we can do specifically to take care of these priorities. Okay. So I, I, I want to go back to what you said. You said financially secure is number one, right? Yes. And you mentioned having the team, right? Mm-hmm. Having, having my layers. And we could, go, we could go pretty deep. I could do this with VIPs, too, if... If I really wanted to, but you said, look at their budgets. Yes. So you have team members, they come in and say, this is what I'm spending my money on. This is what I have. This is what I save. Sure. How, how has that affected the relationship with the team? 
Um, well, the first and foremost is most of them, when they came on, they didn't have any money, and now they have money. That helps. That's huge, right? yeah. That's a big benefit. Most of them didn't know how to look at their budget correctly, right? They didn't know how to balance a budget correctly. And anytime you invest, because at the end of the day, money's super important to all of us, right? It does matter. I'm yeah. not saying that you can't just eliminate money. But when you invest in something that matters for everybody and you show them the right way to do it instead of just a way that they learned, right, they're going to find value in that. And it's a way that we just invest into their lives. That's all that you're saying is I want to invest into your life. I've been able to make so many mistakes in my life. I want you to avoid those. That's what I want you to do. Dan called me. He had a, a big opportunity in his life, and he called me because we have a relationship. And he calls me, and he says, hey, I got this big opportunity that's going to give me a beautiful little windfall. What do I do? Right? And now, because of that, we draw closer to one another. And for me, it is only, I don't really care what you spend your money on, as long as you do one thing every month, and that's save. And if you've never saved before, I want you to save $100, right? If you've been saving for a while, then I want you to save 10%. And then if you've been saving for a couple of years, then I want you to get to 20% savings. And if you've been saving for three, four, five years consistently, I want you to get to 40% savings, right? I just want us to get a little bit better all the time. And by looking at it every month, I help them get a little bit better. It's that right? focus. Not a it's lot. That focus. That's right. Right? You that's bring right. them back. You bring them back. So that's a great tactic, right? We could say team members' budgets. There is nothing more intimate between two people, non-sexual, than, ta- than talking about money. Talking about their money specifically, right? Well, here's the thing. You do have to manage this. You have to manage this. And I want you to see the fruits of the labor of investing into your team. Five years ago, keep in mind, I went all in five years ago. I couldn't resist. All in. Five years ago. And five years ago, I got zero leads from my staff. Yeah. Zero leads, much less deals from my staff. And if you look on page 88 and you look down to close transactions on my conversion for 2020, in five years, we not only had leads, but we had 14 closed transactions just from our staff. Right? Just from our staff. I call that for them job security. They call that investing back into the company, into the team culture, right? That's a beautiful thing. That doesn't happen if you're not looking at their money and helping with that. Most of those 14 leads are because we're looking at their budgets and we're saying, oh, you need to start either investing or you need to buy your own property, right? Or helping them with friends and family help work on their budget. Yep. Yes. Okay. Cool. So let's let's do this. We have more time than I thought we did. Amazing. So let's. Yes, sir. I am B investment investment properties. Yes. Oh, okay. So so on. What was the, item I N V is what he asked on the conversion. You can disregard that of mine. Focus on the other stuff that's already important on the priority list that we have and our seven pillars. But that what that means is investment properties, because I separate that from our other numbers with my team. OK, so, yes, ma'am. Yeah. 
What? I do. I spend a lot of time in front of the camera manufacturing myself as a celebrity. I do. Mm -hmm. Hi. I'll sell your house and I'll buy it. No, I don't. I do a lot of charity work. I do a, yes. You go introduce like the ladies pub or whatever, the dog. I interact with my community through social media. Thank you. That's done for your business. It has generated leads. So social media, if you're active, does generate leads, but in a passive way. What, what being active on social media will do is give people the impression that they know you, especially if you're doing video, because they get to hear the tone of your voice. They, they, it's almost like, um, let's take Gary Vaynerchuk. Never met him. If he was standing in front of me, he would not know who I, but I would feel as though I would be like, dude, Jets, way to go, right? I'm not a Jets fan, but I would try to establish a rapport quickly, right? (laughs) Because I'm a salesperson. Um, Social media, I like. I like the interaction, um, but it's a dopamine for me. I never intended it to be a marketing tool. What it has done is people recognize me. And in this business, it's a relationship game. It is a numbers game, right? Ultimately. Now, my goal is to get the stranger, and I've had two of them here that are outside of my marketplace that say, dude, I followed you and I love that. And what about you and Neil, right? Because that's what they all gravitate towards is Neil because he does it on a huge scale. He posts everything. You can't go anywhere without him taking a video. The goal is to hit as many people as possible and find one or two, and I have, that I can bring over here, that I can bring into this. And, and I'd like them to go right here. But I have had some that went into this one. Mm-hmm. So, if, is it worth the time and investment to do it? That's a great question. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. In fact, we have what's called a greatness tracker. And on that are video. Another great tactic. Whoa! Tactic rich! Tactic rich! I heard the class was you amazing! Into full greatness trackers. Oh my gosh. Greatness, greatness, greatness! So, if, if, you, if you bring the funny side, this is what I would tell you not to do on social media. We just listed a four-bedroom, three-bath, 1,400-square-foot home for 725 Bring your buyers. Nobody cares. We just sold. Nobody cares. I can't believe that I ripped my pants before a class. Do you put Parmesan on shrimp? Yes. So, so I thought the answer was yes. But somebody brought me an article that said true Italians would never put Parmesan cheese on fish. How? One lady was. I was like, it's a joke. But the the engagement with with social media, because this is a great point as we engage in market, because this is a marketing class, by the way. And so with marketing, right, who are you trying to engage with on social media? Are you trying to get new clients or are you trying to share with people that are already in your world at a high level, right, what's really going on in your life at a platform level? That's an excellent question. Now, here's, here is, here's the problem, 
and I hate that word, but here's the problem. When you're producing at a high level, you are busy. And we will tell you what to do, when to do it. In fact, if you guys look on page 86, we've got Ben's marketing calendar. That's how you do everything, and that's when you do it. But the problem is, it's 2.30 on a Tuesday, and I'm running, and I've got 15 text messages because I just came out of a listing, and I go, oh, I need to make my calls, and I don't get them. I have a lot of people that I want to be in relationship with, and the easiest way for me to do it is to share something personal on social media. And what happens is the people that know me feel as though we connected, right? They, they go, oh, man, I saw what you tore your pants. <laughs> no, that's crazy. I have people from the letter of the heart and from social media that feel as though I was talking to them. The, the in my world, the most powerful mass pieces that I can send out are those two things. So are we OK on social media? We don't. Can I? Sure. We okay. Thank you. It's your show. No, no, no. Let's. Uh, it's your world. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. So, let's do this. Let's do table work real quick. Yes, it's a song. Figure it out. Google it. <laughs> At least I didn't do baby got back. So, let's do everybody same thing. Start with the person with the least hair. That's you, Ryan. Uh, go around. I want one tactic. And it can't be anything from the greatness tracker. One tactic to show these people how much you care. How much you care. Specifically, how much you care. How much okay. you care. Like let's, let's deepen that relationship like that. a little bit. Let's take a minute and a half. This is the gold. This Go. is gold, people. start over here and we're, we're just going to quickly go through tactics real fast. I would like you to take a pen and a paper and write down anything that you go, ah, done. Because what we're really going to do is we're going to, we're going to build each other up right now. Ready? Yeah, you got it. So having an intentional conversation with each VIP and asking them point blank, like what would you want it to look like for us to deepen our relationship? So there's a, a beautiful book, and the book is called Raving Fan, and it has three key concepts. If you've never read it, read it, but you should have already read it if you're in this room. Number one, you've got to know what you want. Number two, you better know what they want. And then you just deliver what they want plus a little bit more, right? That's a great question to ask simply, what would you like to deepen this relationship? That's a beautiful question. Jim. So one-on-one -on -one lunch with every staff member, one-on-one -on -one to give them that individual time because sometimes in the, taking the whole team out, some will get lost and they'll get overshadowed. So really showing them that they're individually important. One-on-one. -on -one. It's so funny, for years and years and years of my life, I loved the big crowd. I love the big crowd. As I've gotten older and older and older, I have less and less crowd. And I've gotten now to where all I want is that one-on-one -on -one engagement because that's where the real depth comes out. That's where problems come out. And guess what happens when problems come out? We get a chance to fix them. And most of us in this room are fixers. We like to fix problems. And that's where it comes out. Spencer. Uh, 
he was talking about uh, gifting seven times during the process of the transaction to really make sure that he you build that that relationship. What would you gift? Uh, he was <laughs> talking about uh, gifting, like uh, upon accepted offer, gifting a gift card, like a Starbucks card, a bottle of wine once the house has been staged and pictures have been taken. Um, we gift uh, an ice cream card once there's been a review has been written about us. Gift a, a nice closing gift. He talked about gifting a, a bag of uh, toiletries for the So if I gifted those doctor. things to you, Spencer, if I gifted those, like you and I are in a relationship. We know each other. We have a relationship, right? And I gifted those things. Would you feel more cared for by me? Yes. Cool. Share your gift, Mike, that you were just sharing with me from your financial planner. So <clears throat> I received, I, I just turned 53. Uh, what? No applause. So I'm actually surprised I made it this far. So uh, I turned 53 and my financial advisor gave me probably one of the most impactful gifts. He gave me, a, a, it was three parts. And he said, you go in order. And he labeled them. The first one was a book by Matthew McConaughey called Green Light, or Green Lights. And I'm halfway through it. The second is a bottle of bourbon that I'm sure ties back to the book. And then the third is a finance book. And he wrote probably the most impactful two pages to me inside. And, and if you ever give out books, please write on the inside of the cover something, something real, something personal. Um, but he wrote in small script, very difficult to read, challenge, but I read it in front, I read it in front of my staff and he basically said, I've, I've known you for a long time. I've watched you. You work really hard. You've achieved at a high level. Um, I appreciate our friendship. I'd like you to read this book. Don't just store it. And then I want you to drink some of the whiskey. Then I want you to read the finance book. It will all make sense when you're done. And I'm halfway through the book and I love it. But For, it was, it was, gifts. dude, Progressive it was, it was gifts. intentional. It yeah. was, it was relative, right? It was me. It was very, I got a lot of gifts that I just went, oh, they don't know me, right? What was the what? Um, I, I, he's not there yet. What was it? Now, I, I believe that was the book. Yes. Now that you made it, learn how to keep it. Very good, Jay. Hey, Tom, how about your table back there? We do all. So we have a Golden Spoon Award. So different ways to recognize team members throughout the, the month. Golden Spoon Award, we give them a little golden spoon. Well, it's, just, it's a wooden spoon. We paint gold. Not real gold, okay? So it's a wooden spoon. We paint it gold. And we have a plaque up on the wall. And when an employee gets it, it's voted by, by everybody. They get their little name on the plaque. They get the golden spoon. They either get $100 or they get to spin the wheel. And what it is, it says... The spoon is awarded to the person that stirred the pot in the positive way the most. Mm. And they love seeing it. It's the first thing when you come in, you see the plaque, clients ask about it, and it's, it's, they love it. So they love that. So, so they're being affirmed, right, appreciated, and incentivized, right, all the way through. I love that. something to that. You have to pay attention on where you're living. That came from before leadership. Because they had a golden spoon in the cafeteria. Yes, they did. And I'm like, what's the golden spoon? He's like, oh, we give that to one of our servers that really go all their way with, um, with you guys when you're here. I'm like, That's Absolutely. Great. 
Absolutely. Just like what we were talking about, there's so much information around us all the time that we could be using to impact the people that we care the most about, right? We just tend not to look for it because we're not paying attention to it intentionally, right? Oh, the best uh, gold dragon, best dressed real estate agent. Who in here, who in here knows, I don't know this, I guess it's working. Is it yeah. working? Good. good. So who in here knows what red bottom shoes mean? Who in here knows? What, is, what does it mean, Starly? What kind of brand? Is it Louis Vuitton? No. No, no, they, it, it, it's Dior? similar to that, but it's not. Christian Dior? Tell him. Yeah. Do, you have, will tell do, you. Have, do you have red bottom shoes on back there? They're just cool shoes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, one thing that um, we started doing recently that has really helped the team loves it, we have a little game in our office, we call it the potluck. And so uh, three times a week at the end of the team meeting, we'll go around the table and if someone did something out of their way for another teammate, they'll give them a potluck point. And then at the end of the month, whoever has the most potluck points mm. uh, gets the potluck. So for every closing, we put in 25 bucks. So whether it's, you know, 200, 300, 400 bucks, you know, for the month, they'll win the potluck. I like that. I like that. We do something similar. We have a box in the office with a big stack of um, post-it notes. And every time you want to give kudos to somebody, you simply write their name down, what they did, and then your name. And then on the first meeting of every month, I do two things. One is I draw a name out and they get a hundred bucks. And then here's the best part. Cost me a hundred bucks to have a bunch of team members praise and bring up all of the other team members. So I not just pull one and read it, I read all of them, right? And, and what it does, and then I give away $100 for employee of the month, they all have to vote and they have to tell me who, it, who they vote for and why. And so the first meeting of the month is really freaking cool. Uh, so one thing we did recently is we did a uh, compliment tree. So we have leaf-shaped uh, post-it notes and a big tree posted on the wall, and that way every teammate can put a compliment. I make sure I put at least one a week of just, you know, hey, you look you look pretty on Thursday or whatever it was, just something nice. And they love this tree. It's awesome. So one thing, we did the same thing, and I love it. I don't know if I got that idea from you because I generally steal good ideas from you guys, right? But um, we did the same thing, and then we take the compliment tree each month at our monthly team meeting with everybody, and then we read through them and share them, right? And when they get heard, right, and when they get talked about in front of their peers, not just on a little tree, which the tree is beautiful, then they hear it out loud from us as the leaders. Man, that's powerful. That's super powerful. Oh, it's just packed out. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You just make the cards or the trees that you put on that little compliment tree, the little trees much bigger. So that way it's impactful, right? Yeah, you just make them bigger cards. Mm-hmm. All right. Or leaves. No. So we've been doing pickleball and okay. just having different VIP come, and it is a blast. Pickleball. I've never played pickleball, but I have a friend that's redoing his whole backyard right now. He's putting a ridiculous, and he's putting a pickleball court back there. I didn't even know that. 
Hey, Donna. So evidently pickleball's a thing. Cool. How about up here, Donna? Um, so my husband is my business partner. All right, everybody stay dialed in here, guys. Like I told you on the very beginning, there's so much great information. You do not know when the next golden nugget's going to come out of someone's mouth. And it could just be Donna. If you, if you like golf. <laughs> so my husband is my business partner and our, our um, assistant licensed realtor. They both love golf, as I do. And so I've noticed that when we set up a little golf outing, the two of them are like two little kids all excited. So definitely golf is their love language. So it's something that we're, we're spotting that in here and there to either hit Carl's golf range or, or go hit a course. Yeah. So here's a beautiful tactic. I don't know that you all have heard this before, but if you have, with all these important people in your life, this form called... Uh, what is it? All about you form. All about you form. I think that you could use it to find ways to engage with these people like golf or pickleball. Like I would never know if I had someone on my team that played pickleball. The only way I would know is through something like an all about you form. So right now, I will just tell you, I know you all have this written down already. But if you don't go back to your teams and get all about you forms to your VIPs, to your business partners, to anyone that matters in your life, you are missing the mark. That is probably one of my biggest takeaways. I'm not just going back because I do have all about you forms, but I haven't updated them. So I need to update them because they're old and people's hobbies change. People's desires change. All of a sudden, my food Taste buds have changed, right? Those things change on people. Yes. So, so those things change. That also gives you a great chance to connect over the phone, right? Um, I don't delegate to staff. The all about you gives me a great chance to connect. And going back to your guys' thing, if I'm going to gift seven times throughout a transaction, I can pick up three or four of them. And, and they can be as easy as a box of candy. I have some hot tamales if anybody wants some in my bag because my RP1 knows me and she knows what I like. And I'm, like I said, I'm a big candy guy. So I got Skittles and hot tamales. Bless you. Speaking of hot tamales, can I share something real quick? I would love, I would love it. Melissa, I get to my my room and she's got hot tamales waiting for me and i'm telling you you know how long they lasted you talking about feeling the love it's those little things that matter right and the checks makes you for that don't let's let's not and the and the she also gave a a glass yeah there's there's the mug yeah that was that was over the top for sure my coach only gave me a card yeah (laughs) so just full transparency, I never had a system in place until we realized through some of our VIPs that we were missing the mark on gifting, right? Like one of them just got diagnosed as a diabetic and we're like, ooh, we're sending them candy. Not smart, right? <laughs> and so we are now updating them once a quarter. And like you said, it gives me and my team a chance to engage with our VIPs once a quarter. I would start with once a year. Yeah. You, you asked what I was doing, right? Right. I would start with once a year. Now, prior to this, we were not doing it at all. I just like got them and I was like, yes, I got them. Okay. Yep. And the other, you know, to, to add on, one of you guys had said, go to go have a meal with a team member. So what I do is on Monday morning, 
at 8 o'clock, between 8 and 9, I take a different team member every week. And then I calendar it out. So they know it's coming. They can always switch with somebody else. I've only had one that, that didn't show. Breakfast, I love breakfast because I seldom eat it. And the other thing is, is sharing food is the second most intimate thing you can do non-sexual. Before hours. Yeah. Before hours, and they've never asked me to pay them for that time, so. And I pay the check. I do love the disclaimers by Mike throughout. <laughs> love them. I'm not sure that they're disclaimers always, though. Um, I like the idea of taking our VIPs out on an intimate dinner with them and their spouse as well. So, like, doing date night with them so we can get to know them on a... Um, much deeper level. I love that. I, in fact, I learned a long time ago that I'm not good with happy hours. So I was doing a happy hour every month. And what, what would happen is I would invite 20, 30 people. I'd get six. And I'd hype it up and then they wouldn't show. So what we do instead is the first of every month, my assistant brings me the VIP list and I go through and say, you know what, um, I haven't seen Scott and his wife for a while. I haven't seen Misty and her husband for a while. So let's get those two couples to come to my house and we can either order in. We, I could have a personal chef come. I could bring a sommelier if they're big winos. Or I can just say, hey, look, you guys bring a dish. I'll bring a dish. They'll bring a dish. And let's just hang out. What ends up happening So we talk a little bit about real estate because that's what everybody cares about. But we deepen the relationship and I have had people who are now best friends with, I, I was in the triangle, I was the top of the triangle, and now their relationship is strong. So always be the connector, right? I have a team one that I'd like to share with you guys. Yeah. I noticed recently that uh, we have a WhatsApp and somebody needed a showing, and that I said, I'll just do it for you, and that person couldn't believe that I stopped everything to do that. I'm like, well, admin-wise, I know they're going to be slammed on Thursday, so I just randomly showed up at the office and brought my laptop and said, okay, you guys need help putting in MLS stuff. Who needs some transaction done? And I just did admin work with them, and they love the fact that, you know, I do a lot of things that I stopped and got into their job with them, or I stopped and did a showing for an agent, yeah. and they got paid their commission, and I got the deal for them. Well, and how strong is that, too, right? You're getting in the mud with them. I would just tell you, just to compound on that, you know, I've been, I've had some phenomenal coaches and they taught me how to delegate really good to the point that I'm like going, what do I do? You know, I had someone come to a site visit one time and one of their comments back to me and they're like, well, what does Ben do? <laughs> Donna, Donna, what Donna. does Ben do? But here to, to, to piggyback what he's talking about, when my team calls me, it doesn't matter and they need something. I jump on it. And I don't just jump on it. I jump on it with a fantastic attitude. What does that tell them? Going out and showing a house, like, that's what they do. They're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want Ben to go show a house. I'm like, what in the world? Let me have value again, please. Yeah. I guess that's a great one, Dan. So we do, we do wine tasting uh, with clients. We bring them into our home. Uh, sommelier, we bring them in as well. And so then what we do, we gift wine. Uh, uh, sparkling, non-alcoholic for people that don't drink. And then we, my wife and our RP1, they personalize the labels. We print our own labels, picture of the home, uh, home anniversaries. Oh, we we give for that, too. Over the top, bro. And, uh, and we always put a cute catchphrase that comes from either the all about you or something that happened during the transaction process that is on that 
I love that. So you could you could have the house and you could say like like the green door house because everybody you see ten homes they label them. They're like, oh no, the one with the funky driveway. Um, hey, it, for, the, it, for the sake of time, Mike. Yeah. For the sake of time, I want to hit a couple things. I know we left a couple of you guys out. Sorry, but guys. I promised you. The when and the why. I promised you all the when and the why. I am the one that stays focused. He is the fun guy. Okay? The when and the why. To make it really simple for you guys, if you look at my marketing calendar, it gives you weekly, monthly, quarterly when to engage. All you have to do is take all this information, these beautiful ideas that we've given you, plus some that you already do right now that are really, really good, and maybe just a few from my marketing calendar, and create your own marketing calendar from this, okay? Weekly, monthly, quarterly, because it is crucial that you stay this one favorite, one of my favorite words, consistent with this, right? If I'm not consistent with letting my wife know that I love her, you're not my wife right now, but I just, for whatever reason, came to you, right? I do both of them. But if I consistently tell my wife that I love her, if I consistently hug my wife, then she will consistently know that I actually value her and care about her. But if I inconsistently do that, right, she will maybe know. I want a guarantee, not a maybe. Right. This is, this is, this is being intentional. I'm going to tell you two things really quick, right off on the side. Number one, you should own, you should own a remarkable. You should own a remarkable. Just go figure it out. Number two so is if you what have is a remarkable. I a remarkable is. is an electronic tablet. It feels as though paper. It allows. This is the best part about it. Is my RP1 loads my call sheet, loads everything I need onto that. It downloads from my Wi-Fi at home when I. I'm doing whatever. I push a button. I can make notes. I can say this is what happened with this client. This is what's going on. When I hit Wi-Fi, it uploads. So on her desktop, everything refreshes. I need to sign something and she can't use my stamp because, yes, there's a stamp. It loads up. I sign it. I walk away. It refreshes. So it's like having a piece of paper that is at your office and in, in your car. That's number one. Number two, uh, if you have a team and you gift, you should buy a Cricut, C-R-I-C-U-T. It's a couple hundred bucks on Amazon and have one of your staff figure out how to use it. You can create the neatest little things. You can go buy Yetis and you can put your own label on it. You can buy bottles of wine and I can I can put a picture of your house just do it. Um, number three, and this is the most important thing I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to let Ben finish because I realize we're almost out of time. Fill your greatness tracker every week. In fact, if you really want to see true, honest results, do a little extra. Call a couple more people. Do an extra video. Send some extra thank yous. That will change your business along with what did we give you guys? 15, 20 tactics? Yeah. Tactic rich, bro. Tactic rich. How many of y'all, just quickly, raise of hands, how many of y'all got one beautiful golden nugget today? Right? Awesome. So the final question that we had to answer today is why do we do all this? And I'm going to make it really, really simple for you. Because you care. That's it. If you have a business of a bunch of things and a bunch of people and a bunch of priorities that you don't care about, right? Whatever your dreams and desires are will not come about. 
you must care. That is the why behind all this. If you measure this, you can manage it. So back to the structure. That's why I have conversion tables in place, because with all these leads that we're going to get, because we're going to love on our people and we're going to influence them at a high level, and we're going to impact them at a high level. You're going to need to manage that. And then the three keys to the kingdom and the third piece of it is called leverage, right? Leads, listings and leverage in our world. Those are the three keys to the kingdom. Leverage, you then can send it out and start delegating a lot of this stuff to your team to handle 80, 90 percent of the administrative side. So that way you're working with just your top people and deepening those relationships most of your time. And that's my desire for you. That's the why. And work on the things with the people that you care about and the things that you care about the most. And then joy will come. Right. I told you that's what I want. That's and it. With joy. There's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun. You guys were amazing today. Absolutely amazing. Thank you all for all your great ideas. If you appreciate his humor, give a round of applause. And if you appreciate Ben's knowledge and focus, give him a round of applause. You've been listening to the Core Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information.